There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, also Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. How How is it? Good. Every, everything's good. Good. Thank you. Great. It's good. I, I like how my intros are getting more and more awkward, but in different <laughs> ways. Like, sometimes you'll pretend... Last week, you pretended I was Chris Hemsworth, and I had to just sit there until you changed your mind. And, That's right, yeah. And now you're just throwing me weird... Just weird grammar. And yeah, see, see yeah. what I do with that. Yeah, you're right. I was going to say, though. Yes. Great shirt. Thank you. I got it off the internet. Yeah, for those who can't see it, which is everybody but me, it's basically, it's the Tin Man, but in, a, in an Iron Man style. Correct. And it's amazing. It's really cool. Tfury.com. They're not, they're not paying me for that. Aren't they? They should. Yeah. Somebody should. Don't go there until they Why are you paying this? me for this? <laughs> Get straight into is it because I provide no value? That's that's podcast? what. That's pretty much it. Essentially, that's, that's, that's probably the main it. Yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If anything, I drag it down a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, should we get straight to the news? Let's get to some. We get heaps of news. We do actually. It's a big week for news. This will be a big news-based episode because we didn't do anything else. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's do it. Also, that is what the listeners wanted. Yes, that's not true. Many requests for just news yes. and no topic. And we just planned well, around for we, an we, hour. We'll talk a little bit about 300. Okay. But we'll, we'll, I, I quickly slapped something together about a second before we started recording. Right. So, yeah. All right, Mason. Uh, Joss Whedon. It was uh, kind of semi-leaked by Drew Pierce by accident. He wrote Iron Man 3. For starters, I don't like the term semi-leaked. It's unpleasant. <laughs> okay. I think we should put a moratorium Let's on the term semi-leaked. Okay. Let slipped. Oh, okay, yeah. That's right. Okay. So, basically, uh, Drew Pierce, he... Uh, he Directed the All Hail the King one shot, yes. which everybody loves, by the way. Good. And Is that was... officially out yet? I don't know yet. Yeah, it, might, it must be because I think it's on the Thor Blu-ray. Okay. Right. I think the Thor Blu-ray is either out or not out. Good. Is it? We're here for the news, people. We sure are. Bring near the red hot news. So basically, he said uh, he just made a passing comment saying that uh, yeah, Joss Whedon will be back for the Avengers three, which wasn't confirmed, but that's not a surprise, right? Is no, any... you wouldn't think so. That's... Yeah. So you know, it's kind of news in the sense that we all assume that to be true anyway. Hmm. Are you against this? Yes. Give someone else a, a go. Like who? Some fresh eyes. Like Michael Bay. Uwe Boll. Yeah, Uwe Boll. <laughs> Once he's finished with his Postal sequel or whatever else, Blood Rain. Yeah, well, he's doing the Postal sequel. Once he's finished boxing his critics. Do you yeah, remember when he did that? I remember that, that? Yeah. yeah. 
He he did a charity boxing event. Was that right? Where he'd box his critics. It is like just a bit of fun. Yeah, don't he, you just just come in and we'll we'll have a little fun and, and box around or whatever. But he could actually box. Yeah, and he just and there's there's clips on the internet where he just he just brutalized people. Yeah, like it, there's um the 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 runner of something awful dot com. Oh, uh, Michael. No, what's his name? Uh, Richard Richard Kianka Lotax. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, there's video of his his fight out there, I think, it's, and he just comes in and he's like all kind of loosey goosey and kind of up to have a bit of fun, and then yeah. just Uwe Boll just punches him right in the face, and it does not. It, it looks like a terrifying experience. It does. For everyone yeah. except for Uwe Boll. It, that's right. He was having a great time. Mm. But yeah. Wait, where were we? Mark Webb. Yes. Let's talk about that. The director of something Spider-Man related. Director of Amazing Spider-Man yes. and Amazing Spider-Man Two, both of which you love mm-hmm. and have seen. No, but that's also a trick question because the second one's not out. Correct. Right? Okay, that's good. right. Uh-huh. But yeah, basically he's confirmed that, he, it's been confirmed that he's back for Spider-Man 3. Oh, this is Amazing this, Spider-Man This is threequel week. It sure three is, Mason. Threequel news week. And that, that'll be out uh, June 3rd, 2016. Mm. But in addition to that, we've also got other Spider-Man movies Unless there's coming. an apocalypse. Do we have an apocalypse scheduled? I don't think so. Not this year. Uh, there was one 2012. Yep. There was one 2000 and the year 2000. And I'm sure there was some other ones in between. Right. Those are the big ones that I can recall. Uh-huh. That was what the song Willennium was about, wasn't it? The about apocalypse. an upcoming apocalypse, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was, it was a prophecy for an un- unending doom, an era of unending doom on Earth. But it turned out it was just about his kids being born. Yeah. So, oh, great. Yeah. Um, also, there, there are other Spider-Man spin-off films coming out around that time. We, we're probably getting one a year, it's said. Okay. I think from 2015. From, from this year. So I think possibly next... No. From 2015, I think. Uh-huh. What am I saying? Spin-off the, films. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're supposed to be getting a Spider-Man film a year, basically. We're going to get a Venom one, a Sinister Six one, Spider-Man 3 and 4. And they're basically going to go one a year for oh, until they yeah. get to four, and then they go, well, we're out of ideas. Right. And Andrew Garfield doesn't want to do this anymore. Yep. And then they're stuck again. He's got a wrinkle. He's out. Yeah. <laughs> get another kid. Get a kid off YouTube. Here we go. That's it. Mm. That's it. But hey, but there was interviews with the cast of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, Emma Stone, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield, yes. and the director Mark Webb, and they all said they were very much open to a Avengers Spider-Man crossover. Well, good luck, idiots. <laughs> Do you think there is zero chance of this happening? Um, Bearing in mind, there's zero chance of this happening. There really is, isn't there? <laughs> well, no, to be fair, they were talking about putting the Oscorp Tower in The Avengers... Right, okay. And that never ended up happening. Yeah, yeah. And apparently there was talks, and Mark Webb even said that in this interview, that like, yeah, there was kind of, you know, yeah. they made steps, but nothing really happened. Because I remember when, if you remember the, the cartoon series Justice League Unlimited, yes, there was an episode where uh, they put in Captain Marvel, and I remember that, but apparently that was a legal nightmare, to put him in one episode. Really? I didn't League even know Unlimited. that was a, that yeah, was a was, thing. Yeah, and, but so the idea of... The legal wrangling of that was so difficult. The idea of now putting together two multi-billion dollar franchises. Yeah. Nightmare. Easy. Because how do you split that? Because all the, all the Avengers make about minimum $600 million a movie. Right. Alone. Minimum. Uh-huh. Spider-Man makes also about that, I'd imagine. Uh-huh. But regardless of whether a, Sp- a Spider-Man is in an Avengers film, the Avengers are still going to make the same money. That's probably... Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, how, how do you split that? Yeah, yeah. You don't give him half. No, that's right. So... What they could do is they could, like... They could base it on merchandise. Okay. Like, they could sell... Like, they could sell Iron Man and Captain America and whatever and Spider-Man merchandise. Mm. And, at the, and at, like, at the end of the year, they add it all up. And if Spider-Man wins, then, like, Sony gets all the money. Okay. Like they get literally all the money. But if But if, like, Iron Man wins... Robert Downey Jr. gets literally all the money. You see how that works? As per usual. Yeah, as per usual, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So look, I'd, I'd like to see it, but to be honest, I'm not really too stressed if we never do. Yeah. Because I, I know it's a nightmare. I think the Avengers work without Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 again, I would like to see it, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more of a chance of that happening than the X-Men crossing over, though, because now they both have Quicksilver. No, that's not a... You just have a scene where they're both killed. Like, they meet. <laughs> they just run they into meet, each other. Yes, and they, they meet and together. they touch and they explode like in Time Cop. <laughs> that happened in Time Cop? You can't touch, you can't, you can't touch your past self. Why not? Because you'll explode. What happens if you touch them really gently? Oh, maybe they explode. Really. What if you have a stick and you touch them with the stick? I think the stick is fine. <laughs> okay, Unless okay. they also have a stick. I could be a Time Cop. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> I know the rules. I'm not saying you couldn't be a time cop, all right? I thought that's what you were saying, so I'm sorry I got a bit. Listeners, I was leading up to telling him he couldn't be a time cop. <laughs> what? Nothing. Good on you, mate. You're the best. <laughs> all right, Mason, we got, uh, we got our first look at The Flash this week. Yes. For the Flash TV series. The second live-action Flash TV series. Yeah. Possibly the best or the worst. Just to say, to too early to say. What do you think of the costume? It's just the head. It's just yep. the cowl. Uh-huh. What do you think? Looks good. Looks leathery. It does look leathery, looks yeah. Looks form-fitting. It does look form-fitting. That's classic of the Flash. Man, I tell you what, though. It doesn't have the wings on the side. It has the, the lightning bolt. Yeah. Which I think is a nice stylistic touch. Yeah. That it's not... Because w- wings. Yeah. I mean, realistically. Come on. Yeah. Let's... Come on. Dude, come on, guys. <laughs> come on, guys. I haven't, haven't TV costumes come a long way, though? They really have, yeah. I mean, wow. He doesn't look styrofoamy. No. The first one looked very styrofoamy, yeah, definitely. It, it really did. Which is weird, because it was all his muscles. He just had real styrofoamy muscles. <laughs> so, yeah, look, it's it's coming out at some point, I'd imagine. And this was pointed out to me. Mm. Uh, it's probably the first promo shot in, like, 50 years of a TV superhero who's smiling. Okay. Weird, right? I'm trying to think of that. Yeah. Yeah, that or sounds fact, about or fact, right. any superhero, like any movie, Spider-Man, does he smile? No. Nope. He doesn't smile. He does, Tobey Maguire hasn't smiled in any yeah. of those movies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody's a bit kind of, everybody's it's, torn up inside. They've it's got, very dour. Even yeah. the Avengers, which is a light-hearted affair. Yeah, yeah. All grim. Yeah, look at that. Look at those posters. Yeah. You know what was great about I love that bit in the Avengers when you saw the trailer and you saw the Hulk smile. Yeah, Because yeah. you never see the Hulk smile. That's true. And that was great. I was like, this is going to be great. He and was then thinking I about murder. It. He was. I loved it. It was mm. good stuff. But yeah, first one. So maybe this will be a lighthearted kind of... I mean, his, his mother was murdered, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's, and he's searching for the, the murder of his, of his mother. But, but he's searching really quickly. Yeah, so that'll be so, fine. Yeah. So he's got time for a smell the roses. He sure does. Mm. Now, Mason, we we're going to talk about this last week because as we were podcasting, this news broke. Yes. And then we just went, ah, fuck it. Who cares? We'll do it next week. <laughs> oh, that's week. right. Okay, I remember now, yeah. The, uh, Which I think is probably testament to how important the news is. Well, that's if right. If you're like, yeah. should, we, should we quickly do this? We've got all the equipment set up. We can do it in two minutes. I could should just press a button. And we could, We're both sitting down. We could do this. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I nearly didn't even put it in for this week. Yeah. But basically, uh, for those not in the know... I actually can't remember what it is. I remember, <laughs> so that's how important it is. So it's going to be news to me as well. All right. It's a 13-episode miniseries for Heroes Reborn. That's what I think about that. Well, look. Heroes gets a bad rap. Because it's not very good. Because it's not very good. First season's okay. Yep. They steal a lot from comics. Yep. Just, uh, just kind of comedy. It's an that. homage. It's an homage. Mm. It's a straight rip-off. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. Um, I only watched the first series. I watched like the first two of the second series. Then I went, nah. Yep. And then I stopped watching it. And that was in a time when we weren't getting a lot of comic book stuff. But even then, I'm like, not watching that. <laughs> not, it's not good. But that, but that was due to the writer strike, though. That was around that time. Mm. So that's why it suffered. Can't blame it all on the writer's no, strike. No, you can't, Mason. That, that was, it was a dark time. But that's why they, Did that, you know there were four seasons of that show? Yeah, I know. Huh. I only knew that... Reese, I thought there was like two because mm. I just completely 
blacked that out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Mm. This one's going to be like a standalone series. There might be other heroes from the past coming in. Like people who haven't gotten work. Yes. So most of them. So anybody but Zachary Quinto. Yeah. Who else is in that? That girl, the cheerleader girl. What is she in? Is she in something? She's around. She's in things. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. I'm... She's at nightclub openings. Sure. <laughs> and there's somebody else who's... I don't know. Is it Greg Grunberg? Is that the guy who was the mayor? The guy who was Stallone's son, Milo something. Oh, Milo, Milo Kunis. Mila Kunis. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He's in things. He was in Rocky 6. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you just yes, did the map. I did. Yes. <laughs> I could hear your brain ticking just as you worked slowly. that out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Uh, now, I guess it's fine. Now's as good a time as any to bring it back, though, isn't it? No. And all, <laughs> no, it's not. No, no. Um, and that series ended with, like a bang. Really went out strong. No, I don't think it did. I think it ended with know. a. I think it ended kind of with a whimper. Like I read the, I I, did, I watched maybe two and a half seasons of Heroes. Yeah. And so I the other day I'm like, oh Heroes, I wonder what happened with that, and I wikied it, and I read the last episode summary, and I really couldn't make heads or tails of it. I think there was like a guy. You know why? There's probably a follow up. A mini comic series that oh, you yeah, haven't read. There was a there's a guy and he had, like he had earth shattering powers, like earthquake powers. But he he could also he also became more powerful if people like followed him. So he was like a cult leader kind of thing, or okay. a political figure or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then he just beat him up. And that was the end, I think. Oh, and then they're like, hey, and we're superheroes. Hey, the world knows about superheroes now. Didn't they already know that? No, I don't think they did. And also, like half of them lost their powers, but they got more. They got like artificial powers. Okay. Like Milo Kunis, he lost his powers. His dad stole his powers because his dad had the ability to steal powers. Didn't he have the ability to steal powers? Yeah, but then his dad stole that power. <laughs> okay. Because his dad, you know. So his dad stole his ability to, to steal, steal powers. powers. Yeah, and then. And then did he steal the powers that he had that already stolen? Yes. Okay. So he got all the powers. He got all the powers, yeah. right. And then Milo Kunis, he also, he, he got artificial powers, which was similar to his old powers. Okay. So he Did he like... end up getting that scar? Because he, he came back from the future and he had a scar? Who's to say? It was a little bit confusing. Was it? Yeah. It was really confusing. It was really confusing yeah. and awful, yeah. But hey, let's mm. move it along. Because okay. I've got something that's less confusing and awful coming up next. Okay, I'm ready. There's a new Matrix trilogy, possibly. Oh, excited about that. Are you? No. Yeah. Now, apparently, this is rumor, but apparently the Wachowskis have already started the writing process for Uh this brand new trilogy. You mean they've gone through their notebook of cool stuff? Exactly. That they wrote in high school, (laughs) and they've still still got some stuff in the tank. I tell you what, man. I mean, the idea is apparently Warner Brothers want another kind of surefire franchise. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, look, a Matrix, any Matrix movie would make money, even though... Nobody likes the Matrix sequels. Right, right, right. And they retroactively make the first one much worse somehow. Absolutely they do, yeah. But I guess people will see this. There's rumours that it's going to be the start of the Matrix. Like oh, that kind yeah, of okay. Thing. Well, the, the... Or a sequel and Neo would return. Because apparently there was... Keanu Reeves said in an interview a few years ago that the Wachowskis approached him for another two Matrix movies and, and floated some ideas to him. Uh-huh. That was about three or four years ago. So, yeah, I guess. The, the thing about... I think prequel would sort of work, mm-hmm. but the, because there's, uh, you know, if you've seen the Animatrix and there's also a lot of prequel comics sort of around the time the first couple of movies came out, Yeah, yeah. you know, the, there's that, the idea that humanity created artificial intelligence and then they rebelled and then they created their own, the artificial, the robots created their own city and stuff like that, which is kind of interesting. And then there was the war. Yeah. But 
you can't put any matrixy things in there. No. Like you can't have anybody doing super fast kung You'd have to make it blah, like blah, blah. a Skynet future movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've seen a lot of that. We sure I have. That, don't know if that's interesting. Yeah. Um, also, you know what? I would see it again. I would, I would see sequels as long as they're set in 1999. Well, that's the thing. Because the Matrix is always set in 1999. That's right. It's because it's supposed to be the peak of humanity. Right, right, right. Which we know now. It was 1999, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Looking yeah. back, we know that to be true. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, when was the last time you picked up a, a, mo- a mobile phone and you pushed the button and it, re- it sprang out real dramatic like? <laughs> Didn't you have that phone? I did have that. Oh, I had something like that. I remember yeah. seeing that and going, that's the coolest phone I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. You blew yeah. my mind with that phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you still got it. But now, yeah, exactly. I can get on Usenet with it. <laughs> I can get on a Mageo Cities page. Do all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Pets.com. What else is defunct? I don't know. GeoCities? Ask Jeeves. Anyway, but um, you couldn't set the Matrix. Oh, maybe you could, but it wouldn't be as fun. No, mm. it wouldn't be. Because the Matrix, it's got that very specific year 1999 look. Yeah, yeah, But you yeah. know what? I think they just go, let's just make it now. It's just easier. Also, no payphones. No. In so well, that's right. How are they yeah. going to escape the Matrix? They can't. That's right. Once you're in, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here forever. Yeah. I'm here until someone beats me to death. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I guess. What was the last thing that did Cloud Atlas, right? Yeah, they did Cloud Atlas before that, which I I started to watch. Apparently, Uh it's good, but it's one of those ones you really got to sit and watch it. And I I, I'm a big fan of sitting and just watching things with one eye as I do something else. Right, right, right. Because I know it's zero weights. Yeah, exactly. I'm so muscular. Mm. You've seen Mad Dog. (laughs) Like a Mad Dog, and so you really have to give it your full attention. And Mm. and I it didn't grab me enough to do that. There's only really a few things that can do that. Game of suggesting though. That people in cinemas are all going to be doing something else, and this is really going to have to draw the like everybody's going to be lifting weights in I, the cinema. I think my point is that movie's not good enough to hold my attention. Oh, I get it. That was my I that get was it. my yeah, point. But most things are the only Game of Thrones is one of the only things where I shut everything down. Uh-huh. I don't know, you know. Yeah, yeah. And there's a few other things, but other than that, I'll watch something and do something else. Right, right, right. Because you know, yeah, yeah, keep them busy. For I mean, me, that was The Wire and now yeah. True Detective, which oh, I got to, I got to get into that. Good stuff. Yeah, mm. you should have saved that for what you read and what you're gonna read. Well, maybe I'll change it up. All right then. So yeah, I was gonna say someone else about The Matrix, but I can't really remember. You know, th- there was there's a whole lot of story ideas for how The Matrix should have ended, uh huh, and like theories of what it actually was and what I it all think meant. it should have ended. In like a weird mech shootout (laughs) in an underground tunnel. Exactly. Why does it end with people that have just been introduced in a weird mech shootout? And mechs are great, and yet that's really boring. Yeah. It's bizarre. (laughs) I don't understand. It's just such a weird and anticlimactic ending. But remember the human drama? No. I remember the weird, sweaty underground rave. Yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? But but all these theories that I've read, though, they're all better than how it actually ended. One, one. One was that... I can't remember all of them. I'll give you one. Okay. And it's not even that great, this one that I remember. But basically, the, the, there was it was a matrix inside a matrix. Ugh. So the reason, though, that Neo came out and he could stop machines or whatever was because it was it was, it was layers, basically. Right, okay, to, right. So I, it's not great, mm. now that I say that out loud, yeah. but I still think that is better than the actual ending. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. What a bunch of bullshit those movies are <laughs> this like pseudo philosophical nonsense yep. that went through it like they the problem is well they the Wachowskis don't understand what's great about the first Matrix right because you can clearly tell that from the direction the second two go uh-huh. because if they understood what what what's good about that what what's appealing about that movie mm-hmm. then 
it wouldn't have gone the way it did, basically. You're right. It's the same with George Lucas in Star Wars. It's the same with director of Donnie Darko, because his... Direct, the director's cut of Donnie Darko... Oh, Donald Darker... Donald, <laughs> Donald Darkatron makes less sense yeah. than the other... Because I don't think... I think Donnie Darko is a fluke. I don't think he, me, he meant to make I that. I think you're right. I think you'll ruffle some feathers with that. Yeah. But I, I like Donnie Darko. I'm not saying I don't like it. I don't like Donnie Darko. Okay, fair enough. Because it's a, it's a film that only makes sense if you also read the accompanying website, which has the weird philosophy on time travel in it, and the weird time travel parallel universe weird loop-closing situation that happens in it. Is that why you don't like Back to the Future 3? Because it's a website exploding it? No. It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Just right. get that train going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stoke that stoke that burner, mate. Yeah. Yeah. From, uh, from sad news, though, Mason, to even sadder news. Oh. Howard Ramis. The great Howard Ramis passed away this week. That's an... That's, which sucks. I know. That's the worst. Yeah. Mm. I didn't want to bring it up because... I don't know. It's not something also, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to make light of it. No, exactly. he was a great guy. And he made yeah. great films and mm. and whatnot. And also, we've we've not mentioned a lot of other celebrities. Yeah, deaths. exactly. So now it seems like we've de- devalued those. Yeah, but, well, that's it. But yeah, no, Harold Ramis. Um, you know, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, Animal House. Yeah, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. He's yeah. great in um the uh, Knocked Up as well. That he's was Seth the dad. Yeah, dad. yeah, yeah. He's, he's terrific. He's he's great in an interview. Mm. Seems like he a genuine. Sorry? He was. he was. sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just seemed like a genuinely good guy. But in, in relation to that, he was um, big on getting the Ghostbusters 3 happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's apparently not on hold. So basically, they're just going to ride around it and, and, and kind of push forth with that. Maybe this is really the sign to just let it go. Probably, yeah. I mean, Murray's not coming back. Harold Ramis is now dead. Not coming back. No. So, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I know, right? Make a joke, Mason. Lighten the mood. I can't. I can't do it. Oh, if only Harold Ramis were here. Yeah. He'd say something right, but he, he would. can't. Oh, it bums me out, man. God, there's been a lot of people. If you notice, there's been a lot of celebrities dying lately. Is that just me? Or do they always die, and I don't notice? Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Paul yep. Walker, Harold Ramis. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's others that I've missed. I don't know. No. Anyway. All right. Do you have... Is your, is your next... See, how it works on the actual news... So anyway, rest in peace, Howard Ramis. That's uh, we're gonna miss you. Yeah. Uh, on the actual news, what they do is then they segue into a lighter bit of news about a kitten caught in a tree or something like that. Okay. Or a, or a, like a like a sloth that can, has learned to dance or something for fish or whatever a sloth does. So my hope is, as a professional, you will have transitioned into a light, light-hearted piece of news I'm about nothing... maybe Michael Bay has learned to dance for fish or something. <laughs> Uh, well, look, it's lightish. Okay, I didn't right. do it on purpose. Okay, good. But it's lightish. Uh, a GameSpot user has supposedly obtained a photo of the new Batman logo and banner for the new Arkham game. Oh, which will be made by Rocksteady. This is apparently. the sequel. This is the sequel. Mm. So I'm hoping and that Rocksteady's this is re- back on board. Yeah, well, Rocksteady. I think that's what Rocksteady have been doing this entire ah, time. Ah, okay, right. I'm assuming they've been building a next gen Batman game, oh, okay. which I'm super excited for. But if they yeah. come out and they're like, "We haven't been doing anything," yeah. I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> So, because as, as we've established, the last Batman game is good, mm. but it's it's certainly not as good as Arkham City. That's very true. And it's and you don't even think it's as good as the first one, is that correct? Which I also agree with. Yeah, you're right. Because mm. I mean, the, as good as the last game was, it's only as good as it is. Not to sell it short, because it's fine. It's a good experience. It's only as good as it is because it built off the previous two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I feel I get the feeling that that company couldn't have made that game mm. without. Being given everything exactly, yeah, from from it, yeah. Mm. But great story, I thought. Yeah. So yeah, what do you think of that? Would you I like that to the be logo. true? I'm going to look up the logo. It's really not that. In- it's just a Is Batman, Batman logo, logo, and it's just kind of in fire, and that's oh, it. Okay, right. It's not. Well, then I'm impressed. <laughs> 
Because when has anyone ever done that? Think about it. Multiple, multiple times, but I'm very oh. excited. Do you want to look it up or do you want me to move on to the next thing? You move on to the next thing and then I'll just jump in with, oh, yeah. Okay. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So basically, uh, at the Star Trek convention, a recent Star Trek convention, I think it was in Las Vegas, which uh-huh. you and I attended. Sure. I was a wolf. I was Steven Dorf. I was <laughs> Steven Dorf. <laughs> But they, uh, Carl Urban was asked, as he is in every interview, what's going on with Dread 2? And uh-huh. he said, funnily enough, shut up. No, he said, conversations are taking place. Ooh. So I think the Blu-ray sales and digital downloads for Dread yep. are, are adding up to something. Interesting. I would like this to be the case. But you know what's going to happen. It's the same thing's going to happen with, with, with what happened with Serenity. It'll come out. It'll again make zero money. Right. And then that will be it forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't care. I want to see another one. If yeah, it makes yeah. zero money, it's... But I think something like Dread does have... It's got a limit on it. Like, yeah. how many... I, th- I would say three would be absolute maximum. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. two two is really pushing it, yeah. I think. Um, so, yeah, it'll probably be made in Europe by those people that make the Liam Neeson films. That's right. <laughs> They'll be fighting wolves. 
in East Meg One, you know, in the frozen That's tundra. It. Yeah, yeah, be great. Yeah, so, look, I, I'd, I'd love to see it. I, I like Dread a lot. You like Dread a lot, also. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Wasn't dreadful, was it? Ta. Uh, you know, the marketing sunk that film as well. The lack of marketing, and it came out at like a weird time of year. Yeah. It was like I think Christmas it was like Day. November or something. Like Christmas late Day November. just for twenty four yeah. hours. Yeah, that's right. So. It was kind of the odds were stacked against it, but if you put that out in like an in like August, yeah, yeah. it's like a late summer movie or whatever, or you know, Northern Hemisphere summer movie. Yeah, then if, that would do. If you're listening, Carl Urban, <laughs> you tell your bosses, you tell them what we said. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're, you're familiar with Adam Driver. Yes, from Girls, from Girls, and Rumored possibly be, Nightwing, Rumored possibly to be Nightwing. Every other character with slightly long hair. That's right. In yeah. Comic book movies. <laughs> That's it. Forward, yes. Well, it's been rumored that he is in final talks. To play a Darth Vader style villain in the Matrix, no, in Star Wars. <laughs> okay, you know Star Wars. Yeah, and, and by I mean everybody knows Star Wars, but you know all. The, I know it more. You know, you know all the expanded universe. I, know, I don't. I know you some. Do. You love all those books. You love all the. I, I I've books. read like. You love the one where there's zombies or whatever it is. I have read that one. Yeah. Death okay. Yeah. Um, who do you think he could be? No one. I think it's a new character. Oh, okay. What I think's happened here. First, I think if they said it's a Darth Vader-style character. I said this in one of my videos, Mason. Yes. I know I say that a lot. Uh-huh. But basically, I had the idea offhand that there should be a guy who turns up and he's Vader-esque. Yep. And he either claims that he's Vader or right. people assume that he's Vader. I see. And then they go to Luke and they're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And Luke's like, it's not Vader. Yep. I told you, he died, and he was my father. I was there, right. and they're like, yeah, well, you're the only one who saw it. Oh. You're a total asshole. Why don't you fucking do something about this? Right. And he's like... I like this new Han Solo-esque character. <laughs> yeah. You're an asshole. Like, he's, he's, he doesn't even have the subtlety of, of Harrison Ford. <laughs> you're an asshole, and I hate your face. How do you like that? So I think that you would choke me. You don't have the guts. That's right. So he could come, they could come out and say, well, look, you're the only one who we have to just assume that He's come back before. Right. He was severed in horrible ways and he came back. Yeah. This could very well be remember him. That time you, remember that time his arms and legs were cut off and he was rolled in fire? <laughs> like a pancake? <laughs> so, yeah, I think... I hope that that's the way it goes. Okay, yeah. Because that's my idea. I hope we're surprised. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because I'm sick of being spoiled before <laughs> movies come out. Fair point. But you know what else I think they're doing here? What's that? If you look at... If you look at who they got for Anakin Skywalker, right? Jake Lloyd again. No, no, the, sorry, the older one, Hayden Christensen. Jake Lloyd, yeah. Yeah, Jake, Jake Lloyd. Hayden Christensen is not actually a bad actor. Isn't he? I just think he was very young in that role to be thrown in front of green screen. Because uh-huh. if you see Shattered Glass and there's some other movies that he's in, there's one he's in with Kevin Clymer, he's like a, a youth and he's angry and, oh. he, and he's and he likes drugs. Mm-hmm. He's not actually that bad an actor. He's actually got some skills. We've all seen Jumper. Do you remember when I was going to say Jumper, but then I thought, was that him or was that Ryan Felipe? <laughs> it was both of them. They just switched him out scene to scene. Via jumping? That's right. Yeah. Do you remember when he jumped Samuel L. Jackson into a cave? Yeah. And Samuel L. Jackson was like, you got me, Jumper. Yep. You got me this time. He had that wry smile. He did. He was like, look, I'm a crazy religious fundamentalist who wants nothing better to murder all of your kind. But you got me. You got me, mate. <laughs> I'm going to die in this cave. Oh, well played. Yeah. But what I basically think they're doing is, J.J. Abrams has looked at the prequels and gone, they got a handsome kind of mannequin looking man mm-hmm. to play a character, which was mannequin way- Mannequin Skywalker. Mannequin Skywalker, yeah. Which was way out of his depth. Right. Acting wise. Uh-huh. Considering the direction he was given also. I don't blame Hayden Christensen And for also that. weird baby dialogue. And weird baby dialogue, exactly. And then for this one, they get someone who's not what you'd call traditionally good looking. Isn't he? 
No, no. I mean, he's, I don't think people are like, he's a monster. He's not a monster. <laughs> he's he, a regular guy. He's a regular guy. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't even say, it's, I would even say he's untraditionally handsome. What if you I'll cut his hair and cut off that, all that facial hair? Then, yeah, he'd would look he like look? a monster. Then. Oh, that's, wow. <laughs> Good call then. Because he's got those big ears. Oh, I've know. gone from being really nice to just insulting him, just Good. in one foul sweep. But no, but, and, but he's got a lot of range. Mm. Even the show Girls, he's easily the best actor in that. Right. So okay. I think they've gone, let's get someone who can just really sell you know, sell this. Uh-huh, sure. And if this is true, that's why I think they got him. This may be the first instance of good acting in a Star Wars film. <laughs> Don't you think that IG-88 did good acting? He did pretty good acting. Don't you think the CGI Cy Snootles in the re-edition of Return of the Jedi was good when she sung that song? What? Do you remember the bit? No! Jabba's Palace. No! In the new Return of the Jedi. No. Where they put a musical number no. in. You don't remember that? Not really. It's incredible. Go, no! It's a whole song. I have no memory of that. I'll put in a clip. And I have seen it. I have seen that at the cinema, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, put in a clip. It's, do you like 1997 CGI? No. Then you'll love it. Great. Anyway. Because that's what he apparently wanted to do originally. He's like, I wanted to put a musical number in Star Wars, because people would be like, what? Yeah, they would be like that. They would certainly would, yeah. <laughs> but not yeah. in a good way. That so. sounds like desperation. Yeah. Like the musical, the dance sequence in Spider-Man 3. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or the start of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom with a dance sequence. Oh, but that yeah. kind of works. Mm, yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Temple of Doom? It's fine. You're a dickhead. You're a dickhead. All right, Mason. Uh, I'm glad I didn't fo- follow the Harold Ramis news with this. Ew. But uh, Fast and Harold Ramis' corpse has been dismembered. <laughs> oh, and spread all over the New York Public Library. <laughs> Uh, Fast and Furious. Is it too soon for jokes? I think it's way too oh, okay. soon. Okay, keep that it's in. It's minutes. Keep, that in. <laughs> keep it in. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Fast and Furious 7 uh, is going back for filming in April uh-huh. for six to eight weeks to finish off. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there was a hiatus after Paul Walker died. He yeah. will still be in the movie. There's rumors that... Well, they're going to ride him out in a way that he kind of goes off into the sunset and oh, okay, that's happily, nice, yeah. which is nice. Uh-huh. And there's rumors that his brother's going to replace him. We've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. going to CGI Paul Walker's face, which would be, you know, weirdish, mm. I guess. But, you know, do what you got to do, I guess. Yep. But, hey. Yeah. So, yeah, there you what go. Do you think of Need for Speed? Like, I'm seeing a lot of advertising for it, that. It's, I didn't realise, but it's actually out here. And there you I go. not go and see it. Let's not see it. No, I don't want to see it. No, I like it. No, I'll see it. Sure. Yeah. I'll see it when it comes out on Blu-ray and no. I buy the, the Steelbook. I get it. Um, I don't know. It, it, they seem to be trying to find a midpoint between Fast and Furious ridiculousness and, like, Drive. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know... Sure. Mm. A lot of actual practical stunts in that movie. Yeah, yeah, and kind of some some drama. Yeah. That isn't nonsense. Yeah. Have you got have you got any friends who love cars? Mm, not that I talk to. <laughs> On Facebook certainly, and they sure. appear and they're like, I mean you whatever something. Yeah. See that's how much I know about cars. That's, got that is the best whatever. that is the best reference I could pull about cars. Got my new, uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Why That's do you model. ask? No, well, I just, I was with a guy yesterday. He's like a friend of a friend from school. He's in the group, you know? Right, 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 yeah. And all, like, every conversation, he'll bring up cars in that conversation. So yeah. he'll, like, he'll be like, I met this girl. And then he's like, and she drives this particular car. Uh-huh. Like, that adds anything to the story. Right. Like, like, he'll be like, or his story will start. She I pulled... challenged me to a race. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, I pulled up at the lights and I saw this car. And then I went to the supermarket. It's like, you, you could have cut that bit out right, about right. the car. Uh-huh. What happened at the supermarket? Get to it. <laughs> exactly. But the other thing is, though, like, we love comic books, right? Here's, here's what happened. I was, going, I was on my way to the supermarket and I saw this car. And then I got to the supermarket and then I was going through the self-checkout. And the, this car was in the way. <laughs> and it was 12 items or less. 
And he was just there. He just didn't understand. He didn't know how to weigh his vegetables. And I'm like, come on, the car. You know? So it's relevant. Nice spoiler. Yeah. You've spoiled my day. Yeah. Nice one. I'm real late. You're right. He's, he's a good storyteller. Yeah. The true. point is, though, we like comic book movies and comic books and whatever, and TV and whatever. But in every conversation I have with people, I don't bring it up. That's true. Most people don't even know that I like this stuff. Uh-huh. Like, if people ask me at work, they're like, what do you think of this movie? And instead of getting into it, I just go, dunno. Right. Because I, I just don't want to get into it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to spend 30 minutes, and then, you know, I'll spend 30 minutes ranting, and then everyone will be backing away. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I've alienated everybody. Yeah. I find that that also happens in, like, um, if you go to, like, a trivia, yep. <laughs> trivia night or something like that, and they'll ask a question... And you know more than the question is asking. (laughs) And you will get the question wrong because you know more. And then an (laughs) argument starts. They'll be like, what's what's the name of Rob? What's Robin's secret identity? And you're like, well, there's been a few. (laughs) You know. Look, how many... Look, do you mean in current continuity? Look, I'll I'll write five names down. Look, and I'll put an X near the ones that have been retconned out. And um, here's a potential future version. Um... Where are you? Where are you guys going? Yeah, that's right. No. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, play it cool, Mason. Yeah. Although what you do tend to do is bring up your personal vendettas. That's true on this podcast. Yes, and this this is one of them. This and that, is vendetta, that's true. This is vendetta talk. And to be fair, I do bring up personal vendettas a lot in real life. Yeah, so that's, that's probably true. what I mostly talk yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Moving along, Mason. Mm-hmm. Minecraft movie apparently in the works. Okay. I saw a, a fake poster on Cracked. For a Minecraft movie. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, look at the wackiest movies that are based on video games that will never get made. And now this is the real thing. I think maybe movie studios are just mining crack.com. But <laughs> I think you might be right. A lot of page yeah. views. If there's like 15 million page views, they're like, that'll do. That's the one. Whatever that is. Yeah. Weirdest animals <laughs> that love ice cream. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think it's a reaction to the Lego movie. Yeah, I was going to say. That's yeah. what I think. So it's all... And That's I know... a dumb question I was going to ask. Is it going to be all CGI? No. Ooh. Real, real, they'll carve out I real. I think we do for another movie where people fall into a computer world. You want to see another Super Mario Brothers? Yes. That, that's not a computer world, no, is not, it? No, it's not, no. Yeah, when was the last movie that they fell into? Tron, I guess. They fell into a computer world. Yeah, but I mean more like a, like an 80s, like, you know, they, mm. they fall through a computer screen. Like, what's going on? And then they're in, they're in Minecraft world. Because electricity hits the yeah, computer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. they spill an orange drink. Yep. There's and then they get pulled into yeah, a computer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sure. But um, I'm not a Minecraft fan. And by the way, I know that Lego and Minecraft are not the same things. Yes. But <laughs> just so people know uh-huh. that. But I think there's enough similarities there where they went, okay, that works. And kids love Minecraft as yeah, well, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. They love it. They use it as an educational resource. Did you know that? No. Well, now you do. Yeah. So there you About go. About hell? Did you know there's a hell in Minecraft? Is there? You can mine your way through. What's down there? Hell, like fire and that. Big blocky demons? I, think, I don't know if there's demons. But there's like an under, there's like a fiery underworld. Can you build your way to heaven? I don't think so. Can you build your way to heaven in real life? I guess if you do enough sweet podcast episodes, they let you in. Like, <laughs> it's considered community service. I like that. Mm. Okay. Let's talk about the Godzilla trailer, Mason. Okay. I'm ready. I'm bored. Second Godzilla trailer. Yeah. Definitely saw more of Godzilla's than the first one. Mm. Trailer, that is. All oh, right, yes. Because what's really happening is that you're hiding something out there. And it is going to send us back to the Stone Age. Brian Cranston, opening monologue in that. Yep. What an amazing actor. He could sell the shit out of anything. That he guy. really could. Yeah. That's a giant monster. You fuck. <laughs> that's that's not what he says. <laughs> no, but should be though. Yeah. <laughs> they should add that to every trailer of anything. 
<laughs> so yeah, uh, you get we got little glimpses of Godzilla, uh-huh. which I think is the way to go. The problem with the last Godzilla, aside from everything mm-hmm. associated with it, yep. they didn't show Godzilla at all until he went in. But I like that they're showing just snippets of him, or you see his shadow, or you see parts of him. They saw, no, they saw, you, in the tra- you saw his giant foot. You did see his giant Monty foot, Monty Python yes. style. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that so, got me so excited. I oh, so, no. Yeah. Anyway, let's not dwell again. <laughs> So yeah, uh, did you did you enjoy the trailer? Yes, he's the biggest Godzilla ever, apparently. Oh really? Like, he's the biggest version. Okay. He's been getting bigger over the years. Yeah, yeah. Like like remember like if you watch one from the fifties, like he'd be within like you know the the rubber monster guy would be within the buildings. Yeah. Like there'd be buildings sort of near his height or whatever. Yeah. He is he is crushing those. He's well. Now. Well, because there was a point where he would fought King Kong, and King Kong is not. Yeah, yeah. King Kong could not fight this Godzilla. <laughs> no, that's true. In any way. Yeah, this guy. This one's like one hundred and fifty meters tall. Or something that's like right. That, so yeah, Godzilla crushing could be... heaps of King Kong. <laughs> that's right. Even could, modern day King Kong the musical. If he King had a Kong. whole lot of King Kongs, he could just play like barrel of monkeys with them. Oh, <laughs> just like string yeah. them up. That's right. But yeah, more monsters in this trailer. I don't know if you've noticed. There's just snippets. There's you like mean the fl- monsters that are humans? No. That are monsters to him? Maybe yeah. we're the real monsters? Are we? Are real monsters? <laughs> I like that show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's like a spidery kind of leg that comes mm. down at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a weird kind of flying one. You know, what's interesting about this one mm. is that Godzilla's always been the result of nuclear testing. Yes. Or some sort of chemical waste accident. But yeah. in this one, it's revealed that the nuclear tests in the 50s were an attempt to kill him. Yeah. So That's amazing, isn't it? That he already existed. Yeah. So where's he come from? By Hiroshima, possibly? Maybe. Yeah. Pacific Rim? Parallel yes. Universe? I mean, I remember the time when Pacific Rim was coming out, and I was like, "How's Godzilla going to?" Do you remember that? This? I do. Well, that's a long time. <laughs> it feels like a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, and I thought, "How's Godzilla going to beat this?" Yeah. But seeing these trailers, I think yeah, yeah. it could very well. Brian Cranston. Yeah, that's I know. Just chucking a Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. Sick of this shit. Whatever <laughs> he says at the start. Yeah. But uh, it's also alluded to uh, if there's other. The monsters- government's stealing my thoughts. <laughs> salad it. Just yeah. salad it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm assuming the other monsters Godzilla will then be used to fight the other monsters. Because that's generally what they use him for, isn't it? In the first few or whatever, I haven't seen any of the Godzilla movies. Uh Because, and I know I'll get heat for this. Yes. They're mostly garbage. No, that's fair. I mean, you know, they're fun and whatever, whatever, but they're not. He's not really used to fight the other monsters. It's more that... Yeah, he 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 is a benevolent force yeah. on some level. Yeah. So I don't know how they can. I don't. I don't think they'll be. Do, they'll do that. Yeah. But if you recall in the Godzilla cartoon series, no, new Godzilla cartoon series, didn't say it. He was imprinted on Matthew Broderick as his mother. <laughs> yes. Yes. So he would sort of do what Matthew Broderick suggested. Yeah. So maybe they can do that. That's right. Maybe they can. Because isn't that what happened to Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh boy. This can't turn into Sex in the City. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> please stop me. Oh. Go on, yeah. What are you saying? The cartoon. So yeah, you think that you think Matthew Matthew Broderick's going to control this? I think Godzilla. so. Yeah, that's what yeah, you're saying. Actor Matthew Broderick. Great, great. Yeah. Oh, he just steps in. Don't worry, I've got this. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> calm down, yeah. uh-huh. Cranston. Stop. Yeah. Calm yourself. Reset your tinfoil hat, and <laughs> it'll be fine. There's also a bit where they walk inside. Looks like the skeleton of an old Godzilla. Oh. So maybe this is in Godzilla continuity. Oh, maybe yeah. Mm, probably not though. Yeah. But hey, uh, look. If you want to know more about this Godzilla, new Godzilla, he's such a charlatan. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Uh, but uh, basically, yeah. If you want to know anything about Godzilla, Mason, yep. Cinemassacre, you know the James Rolfe oh, angry, I know that guy, angry sure. video game nerd. Go to his website. I've watched all his videos on Godzilla, mm-hmm. where he basically he does a monster monsterathon Halloween oh, sure, thing, yeah. uh-huh. everything, yeah. 
And one year he did all the Godzilla movies, or at some point he's reviewed all the Godzilla movies. Uh-huh. So just go through and check it out. He's um he's great that guy. I'm yeah, a big yeah. fan of that guy. Not just his angry video game and stuff, because I think that kind of gets a bit tired uh-huh. after a while. Not to say that's not good. Good on him. You whatever. were digging a hole. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I am looking forward to his angry video game nerd movie. Ooh. What am I talking about? I do like his stuff. You all do? All his stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's great. I'm glad you've worked this out <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, check check out cinemassacre.com for a whole lot of Godzilla stuff, I mm. guess. Yeah. You know what we haven't seen yet? What? Fire Breath. No. I think they'll do it. Yeah, you, you'd, you'd hope so. <laughs> if he looks exactly like old Godzilla, yeah. but he's not breathing fire. It's a nuclear breath, isn't it? It's not like yeah. a fire breath. But it's more a laser, like a laser beam. You know what's a good dragon movie, aside from Dragonheart 2? Is it Rain of Fire? Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed Rain of Fire. Rain of Fire is incredibly underrated. Mm, yeah. It's got your your Jerry Butler. It's got your Christian Bale. Yep. It's got your dragon. Was it Jerry Butler? Or was yeah, it, it was his mate. Wasn't it Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's in it also. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's a three for the price of two one. Two of the force yes. of acting. So, yeah, if you haven't seen Rain On Me or Rain Over Me, that's the one with Adam Sandler. Yes, it? it is. The one with dragons and Christian Bale. It's pretty good. Mm. Check it out. Mason, Batman vs. Superman news. Okay. Uh, Costum- We're making a decision. <laughs> Not Charlotte Booth news. I've locked it in. Batman vs. Superman news. Now, I've written down exactly what has been said here because I couldn't work out what exactly he meant by it. Okay. So, I want to ask you. Okay, good. Because you're a, you're a wise man beyond your years. Thank you. Yeah. You look 50. But you act 90. Thanks. Thanks, pal. <laughs> and yeah, my baseball cap turned all the way around. I know. So yeah. I'm, I'm so, you know, I'm pretty cool. Uh, costume designer Michael Wilkinson, yes. who's designing the costumes, uh-huh. says that he's... Not just a costume designer off the street. <laughs> no. Unemployed costume designer Michael Wilkinson has some opinions. <laughs> he did American Hustle. Oh, yeah. Which okay. is similar, I guess, in costumes to mm-hmm. Batman vs. Superman. Uh, he's tweaking the Superman costume. He's following Amy Adams around. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Didn't even think of that. Maybe he's the personal maybe he's your personal costume designer. Yeah, but, uh, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he's going to tweak the Superman costume, he said. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to lighten it? Yeah, maybe, yeah. I yeah, hope yeah. they do. Yeah. The more, the more comic book characters you introduce, mm. the more superheroes you introduce, I guess the lighter you have to go yeah, a little bit. that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And basically, he was asked if... More to was... distinguish them than anything else. Yeah, well, that's yeah. right. They can't all be great. Dead bull, bullseye style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm. Uh, it was asked if it would be uh, realistic for Princess Diana to fight crime in what we've typically seen her in. And he said this. Absolutely. You remember I can't read, so if I I make mistakes... I'm ready. I mean, you just have to look at the gladiators from ancient Rome. They did their thing with the shield and everything. Yes, it works for Thor in 300. So let's see what happens. Is he saying that she's not going to be armoured with the shield, or that she is? I think what what he's saying is that she's going to be in... Like your traditional Greek Amazonian outfit. Okay. Like she's she's not going to be in like pants. Yeah, I hope not. She's going to be in. I would say the metal skirt. I would say much like the classic Wonder Woman kind of one piece thing Mm. with maybe like the skirt thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a sword. Yeah. Sword. I want to see a shield. Oh well. I like the shield. When you watch Captain America: The Winter Soldier, then you love shield so much. Why don't you watch Agents of Shield if you love shield so much? I don't love shields that much. (laughs) Nobody does. Is that show? That's still gold, isn't it? Who knows? I think it's still on hiatus. It's on hiatus, yeah. Because Sky got shot, spoiler alert. Ooh. But they put her in a thing that keeps her alive. Which one's that? <laughs> the girl. Oh. Hacker. Oh, right. Good great. show. Yeah, great. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I think she's going to be in classic Wonder Woman outfit. Okay, cool. It'd be but... weird, too, if they, they put her in pants and a... That would be very strange, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they do it a lot of times in um in cartoons because it's easy to animate. Mm, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Or they like the look or whatever. Or it yeah, doesn't yeah. look as ridiculous on a cartoon than it does on a real 
human person. Very true. But when it says, yeah, it works for Th- Thor and 300, those are set in very distinct time periods. So that's yeah. why, that, what, that, that, that's what kind of threw me. Right. It's kind of like, well, 300 is from the past, so that's why that works, and Thor's from space or whatever, yeah, but that's uh, now. Yeah, he's wearing space a space costume. So, I yeah. think what he's saying is that, yeah, she'll be in somewhat period costume and not modern day. Cool. I'm happy with that. Yeah, totally. Great. Yeah. Uh, now, Gotham News, Mason. Here we go. We love it. Also, thanks to all the listeners who uh, who participated in Mackenzie Mustache. I've Mustache. I've got some, some shout-outs, which I can get to. Or would you like me to do them before the Gotham News? Nah, do Gotham News. All right. So, basically, uh, Gotham, apparently the pilot episode, there's a whole lot of potential spoilers online for what's going to happen in the first episode. Uh-huh. I'll give a little bit away, Mason, because okay. I know you love spoilers. I do love spoilers. So yeah. basically... Helping um, me in my life. Minor, minor spoilers, this, by the way. This seems to be taken a lot from Batman Earth 1, the comic as well. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Batman Earth 1? No, I think it's the new Batman, the new 52 Batman. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the first episode is going to start with Gordon being given a tour of Gotham, and that's Ooh. when you run into a whole lot of different characters, uh-huh. like your Edward Nigma and whatever. One of them is a 14-year-old Selina Kyle. Okay. So, I think that's a good way to start. Yeah, yeah. The tour of the when city. you say a tour? You know, like a little bus. <laughs> a little bus. A little double-decker bus, and he's on the top, and he's got his camera around his neck, and his, yeah, his yeah. little hat. Yeah. And there's <laughs> so, a jaunty Goth- Gotham star- Gotham song in the style of New York. New York, it's a wonderful town, you know? <laughs> exactly. Great. <laughs> so, yeah. And he's uh, just going to meet them? They're just going to be hanging out on street corners or something? Well, I assume what it's going to be, and I, this is me guessing. Maybe it's like a training day kind of thing. Yeah, like he's with Bullock, Harvey right, Bullock. Right, right. And Harvey Bullock's like, you know, we've got to go to this, and we've got to pick this up, and we've got to go and see right, this person right. about this, uh-huh. and, and whatever. This is, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I think it'll be. Okay. Which I think is a good way to open the series. That'll work, yeah, totally. Yeah. Mm. All right, Mason. Mackenzie Mustache has been an amazing success yet again. I think so. So much so that we, I think, have scared Benjamin Mackenzie off Twitter. I may be wrong, but he hasn't tweeted a single thing the entire week. Wow. I know because I've been watching. Ha- has he? Has he tweeted in the previous week? Did he yes. tweet things? Wow. Do you think that? Ha- wow. Look, it it would be it could be a coincidence. It could be a coincidence. He might be going underground and growing a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> for us and he'd be like at the end of the week he'd be like surprise fools I, I would did love it. that that'd be great wouldn't it yeah yeah. Uh, it's probably unrelated that he's not on Twitter though realistically he's probably filming something yeah he probably yeah. is yeah, yeah. but basically uh, for all those people who hashtag Mackenzie Mustache very successful with the compliments people mm. were firing compliments at him left right absolutely. and absolutely you've been working out yeah that's it you know what would look great Mustache yeah exactly mm. uh, a few shout outs Trevor on Onyang- Yango. Mm. Um, yeah, he was very persistent and hilarious. Absolutely. I know you saw a few I believe in Trevor on Young. Yeah, that was right. That was great. I, that made me laugh. Uh, Aaron Mitten. Mm, absolutely. Who's just, who's just a mitten. A stalwart. established. Mm, yep, yeah. Yep. Fan of the show. Mm. He was really good as well. A guy called Ice Bat did a really good Photoshop. Oh, uh, yes. With the mustache. Mm-hmm. Like, not a paint, not a MS paint job. <laughs> like, uh, it looked legitimate. A paint job will cost you extra. That's right. On the streets of Gotham. That's it. So, yeah. That were really, that were a few standout ones. There's one I'm gonna say, there's one I'm gonna say maybe possibly took it a little too far. Yes. This isn't, I don't want this person to take this as an insult. Maybe leave the name out there. Okay, fine. The person said, I <laughs> swear to God I will murder you unless you grow a mustache. <laughs> this did make me laugh, to be fair. Yeah. But he said, um, ask Benjamin McKenzie to make my dream come true, me. Uh-huh. To, uh, because I'm a cancer-stricken Australian boy. Oh. So, I don't get <laughs> Okay, I wasn't gonna tell you till after. But um, there's there's some unfortunate news. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, so I'm, maybe I'm a twelve year old boy and I have cancer. Yeah, that's both of those. Things. God damn it! Yeah. So yeah, possibly too far. You can't far. get in Y-rated movies anymore. <laughs> oh damn it! Possibly too far that one. Nah, all's fair on Twitter. I say. Yeah, you're right. Twitter's for threats and lies. Yeah. 
And I did laugh for an uncomfortably long time. Well, then, <laughs> I read well, that's that, good. So. I imagine he laughed as well. <laughs> yeah, mm. I bet he did. So, yeah, basically, though, we've thought of a strategy for this week, specifically you. We're going to lay off Mackenzie Mustache for Take a week. Take a week off, yeah. Lay low. Yeah, right? right. And then... See what he does. See what he does. See if he makes the first move. Next week... Nail him. Na- hit him force. again. Yeah, yeah we're going to hit right. him again. Yeah. And I've got another strategy for next week, which I will unveil. Oh, I love us. At a later date. Can't so wait. this week, Mackenzie Mustache, mm-hmm. lay low. Mm. Just keep it down. Just that's right. Real cool. Maybe just maybe put some stuff in your drafts folder. That's right. Week. Yeah, if you think of something, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Chuck yeah. it in there. Let him think that we've given up. Yeah, but we'll never give up. <laughs> He'll give up first. He will quit Gotham before we give up. <laughs> All right, Mason. Yes. Have you been? Uh, we are. We are going to talk about this next week. Uh huh. The Three Hundred Rise of an Empire film. Mm. We have not seen this movie yet. No. Because just like everybody at home, we're just regular dudes. Just regular Joes. Put on our golden pants one leg at a time. Button up that diamond fly. But yeah, basically, uh, 300's out next week. We're going to uh-huh. watch it on Thursday. You're, you're off work at the moment, aren't you? I'm on holidays. So, so yes. you said there's no excuse for you not I to have see to see <laughs> all this terrible, terrible pop culture detritus. That's what I have to do, because I'm committed to this. Ugh, it's not going to be great. Are you looking forward to 300 Rise of an Empire, though? I'm not. Oh. But I guess because I'm on holiday. I admire your honesty. Yeah, it'll be, be fine. And I admire you being on holiday. Yeah, it's good. I admire it? both of those things. Mm-hmm. How do you think it's looking though? You've only seen the one trailer, is that right? Yep. Yeah. It's looking more of the same. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I, I watched, there's a whole lot of clips released this week. Check them out. At Are com- there any crazy monster people? Well, yeah, uh, sort of. There's a few kind of um, magical elements. In I'm back it. on board. <laughs> Didn't see any monsters per se. Right. But that hunchback's back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The hunchback back. Sure, absolutely. Um, and a whole bunch of other stuff, I'd imagine. That's the new dance craze that's sweeping the nation. The hunchback back. <laughs> that's right. The thing is, right, in the first one, it's this kind of pseudo-fantasy world. Yeah. And the reason it works, because even though it's supposed to be historical... It's, it's a retelling. It's a retelling, because David Wenham is telling that story. Right. But in this one, I don't know if anybody's actually telling the story. I think Queen Gorgo is telling the story. Uh-huh. Lena Headey yep. is telling the story. But she's not the David Wenham kind of over-the-top storyteller. So, like, they're going to tell Xerxes' origins in it. And from what I've seen... He is is imbued with magical powers and he becomes a giant gold man and whatever. Ooh. But that's not. I'm like, is it is it a magical world or is it not? I'm I'm confused. I'm back on board. Do you I'm know totally what I mean? Board, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm excited now. So okay, I'm not going to watch any of the trailers. Cause I don't want to know how gold he is. I don't want to <laughs> know if his goldness compares to the goldness of my trousers. Sure, but. I'm back. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the yeah, yeah. this film. Okay. Oh, good. So I'm, you're back on board from just these few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just say magic in your head. Yep. Basically. Weird, right? Yeah, yeah. Really weird. Does anybody throw a fireball? I hope so. Yeah. There's a lot of. I, I was right. There's a lot of kind of. Looks like the bloom is turned really high up as well from oh, the clips right, right. I've watched. I'm uh-huh. like, maybe it's my screen, but I was like, this is really uncomfortably bright. <laughs> right. <laughs> like just really kind of washed out. Probably to conceal that the muscles aren't as good. Nah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not supposed to be as muscular because yeah, exactly, they're, yeah. they're Athenians. They're not. Yeah, yeah. They're not. Um, three hundred. Mm-hmm. Also, if David Wenham survived in the first three hundred, should they call that movie two hundred ninety nine? That's a legitimate question, though. No, because they killed him immediately after the film. Okay, right. they're like, look, that wasn't a very good story. <laughs> A lot of bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They stung him with a giant scorpion. They sure did. Mm. Yeah. So, now, um, David Wenham's in this one, though. Oh, okay. Um, but the, the clip that I saw of him, he doesn't have an eye patch. You know how he loses an eye? Yep. So, I'm assuming maybe he's in a flashback or something. Yeah. And he's got those sweet Wenham abs back. Ooh. So, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. 
<laughs> so yeah, were you a fan of the first though? It's okay. You know, I haven't gone back to it. No. I think I'm going to watch it again this week. Okay. You could watch it again as well because you've got so much time on your hands now. Oh, I don't want to though. You know, you, you really would not, it doesn't interest you. Michael Fassbender's in it. No. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. No. Toby Maguire's in it. Oh. <laughs> Those second two aren't in it. No. Just so you know. Okay, right. But no, I think I'm going to rewatch it this week. Because right, I think it's a, let it's, me know how it goes. Yeah, there's a lot of things kind of emulated 300 since 300. So when I when I see the trailer for the new 300, mm-hmm. when I saw it, I was like, yeah, oh, we've seen a lot of this. Yeah. In between now and then, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. But the still. number 23. Yes. Um. Frank Miller's things. Yes. The spirit. I was just trying to think of things with numbers in the title. Okay. <laughs> right. Ocean's 13. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Good reference. Lucky number Slevin. Yep, good. Which I think was before. Also, yep. Slevin is not a number. No, it is. <laughs> it is? Okay. Yep. So, yeah, are you a fan of the comic, though? 300, not really, no. No, me neither. Mm. I, I read it and I'm like, this isn't that... Frank Miller crazy period. Yeah. yeah. It's not great, is it? No. So, you know. All right. But, yeah, look, that being said, I'm really looking forward to it. I've also got written here, should it be called 299? Because I thought of that joke and I thought... And then there's a stage direction <laughs> and it's the entire audience lasts for 10 minutes. That's right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think we don't really have anything else to say about 300, do no, we? That's no, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. So mm. yeah. Well, Mason, before we leave, we've, also, we've got a few segments left. Ooh. First one being shout-outs. Yes. Last week we had zero shout-outs. Oh, not enough shout-outs. Ma- no, no, this week we have many shout-outs. Sounds like too many shout-outs, but uh, let's see how we go. I agree. I might have to start culling the shout-outs at some point. Uh-huh. I don't want to do that. So please send shout-outs anyway, regardless. Yeah. When people send me emails for shout-outs... I, I generally don't reply because I want them to be surprised. Oh, so that's so. If I don't reply to you, it's not because I haven't read it. It's because it I'm might a... be certainly. <laughs> yeah. Or he doesn't like you. Yeah, that's right. It could actually be those things. But you'll never know until <laughs> it gets read out or not. Oh. So yeah, first one is uh, Diego Castro. He's got a page on Facebook for called the General Page of Nerdiness. Oh. And it's relatively new, and he's already got fifteen hundred likes, and he puts a whole lot of pop culture and movies and comics and all sorts of television stuff up on there. I'm going to get on that. Yeah, get on that. I haven't liked it yet for some reason, but I checked it out. You're a horrible and I will. Man. Yeah, I know, and it's great, so I will like it. Yeah. That being said, I'm kind of annoyed that he's got more likes on his Facebook page than we do. <laughs> <laughs> we don't put, do we put anything on the I Facebook put, page? I, on the Weekly Planet one. When I, put, I say we, I mean you. I I'm, knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just put the podcast. Oh, okay, right. And that's it. Mm. But, um, yeah, we've got followers, sure. We should put photos of like cute puppies and stuff. Oh, yeah. With like Captain America masks on. Look, if you like puppies and... Comics and stuff. Patriotism. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. My Facebook page has a little bit more, which I also put everything on. Love it. But not as many as this guy. Shout out. Crushing us. So, yeah. yeah go like that page. Though. Seriously. Highly recommended. Mm. This next one's from uh, Nolan Bath. He's 16 from Syracuse Ooh. in a place. Yeah, I know where You it know is. where it is, do you? Yeah. I don't. Uh, he's an aspiring film director. He's obsessed with film and comic books, and some of his favourite movies are. Would you like me to list them? Yes. The Avengers, Lord of the Rings trilogy, 500 Days of Summer, About Time. Great movie about right, time. Yeah. Uh, the Graduate, which I haven't seen. Hmm. Uh, Alien and etc. Etc. I assume he means all the Alien films, including Alien vs. Predator. And two. And two, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. um, his favourite comic book characters are Hellboy, Spawn, John Constantine, Nightcrawler, Batman, Superman, Deadpool, Wolverine, and many more. So he kind of like some of the uh, some of the traditional ones, but he's also got some oddball ones in there as well, which is great. That's Love a it. good range. Mm. Long story short, he was hoping to have a shout out on the next next podcast. I say no. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Nah, give me give me a shout out. <laughs> Thanks for emailing, Nolan. We appreciate Absolutely. it. All those things sound great. Good luck with the uh, the film directing. Any... Well, I wonder, what, wonder what kind of films. 
That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. You, you should get back to us. What do you think would be the what's some as people who are not filmmakers? Let's uh-huh. give him some advice. I think because he likes Five Hundred Days of Summer, some sort of indie film. Yeah. Um, Start indie and then go into something else. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Have you? Have I I told you my my scenario. What's that? If I were a movie producer, I would not be a movie producer for very long because what I would do is one film a year, I would produce a film where all the trailers and all the promotional shots and all the like all the cast interviews and stuff like that that we all the leaked clips make out like it's a certain type of film and then you go into the film and then ten minutes in it switches genre. <laughs> like so it'd be like like a real like it looks like a real quirky like kind of indie comedy, you know, it's like you know, one of those you know, a girl and she's like trying to make it in the big city and it's like New York in the in the winter and she's hopping around putting her boots on and then she goes out in New York and she has the quirky best friend and they go to work. And then, you know, she's like, they love the boss is like, you've got to go down to the accounting and meet the, you know, the new guy down there. And she goes down and it's like Mark Ruffalo or whatever. And, and he's like, ah, you know, and he, you know, he's a real prick. They don't get along. Yeah, they don't get along. And she's like, oh, that guy, I hate him so much. Ooh, you know, and you know, you know, sparks are going to fly or whatever. Right. And in the trailer, they're like, you know, they're, they're having office pranks and they're, you know, doing all this sort of, you know, people are running in a filing cabinets and then they like, they have to work late one night and, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, like uh, like Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Kind of, you know, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, and then like, like then you see him holding hands or whatever, you know, they're, they're having, a, having some moments or whatever. But then the movie's on, right? And she and she shows up to work and blah, blah, blah. And she meets the accountant and she comes back to her desk. She's like, oh, I can't stand that guy, right? And then like a, like a, like a mailman delivers something like a box to her desk and she's like what's this well, can my don't get any worse and she opens it up and it's like her best friend's like severed head in the box <laughs> and it's just filled with blood and, she, and and it just dwells on it like the camera just dwells on it like you think there's going to be a joke but there's no joke and then what happens is it's just this just this blood soaked horror film for the rest just a just and I'm not even into these kind of films but just like limbs are getting chopped off and it's just a terrifying experience for everyone surprise <laughs> How do you like that? I love it. Yeah. Are you are you sold on it being that particular genre? No, it could be anything. So it could be like all of a sudden they get sucked into a computer world. Yes. Or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. So, so it's one thing, usually a romantic comedy yeah, yeah. kind of thing, yeah. and then it becomes something entirely different. Yes. I don't I think that could absolutely work. Mm. I think But just the once. Just, no, no, I mean because then it get to it would get to a point where people would know these are the films that you make. Yep. So they go in thinking, what is this going to turn out to be? But I don't want to Shyamalan it. Yeah, you're you know right. I mean? You're right. Don't want to be a one-trick pony. Yeah, good point. Also, they'll never give me that job. So. <laughs> it's a pipe dream. Mm. Maybe Nolan Bath can do that. Absolutely. I hope so. Mm. Don't do that, by the way. No, that's if you're going to be a film. No, I mean, We've be- mailed it to ourselves. I just meant because he'll, he won't get very far. No, that's true, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Study up, I guess, on film. Yeah. Get out there and make it, I think, is the big thing I think as that's well. the key now. Like, yeah. And you've got to start, because initially, everything you do initially is terrible. Mm. Even though if you don't know, it's terrible. Right. You look back and it is terrible. Right, but you've right. got to go through that, that phase. Yeah, yeah. The no. trial and error where everything's terrible and you think it's great. You've got to learn the technical standpoint. Exactly. Mm. So, don't get, 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 don't get disheartened. Keep your pushing through. Your first videos, your first few, were just audio. <laughs> were they? Didn't even make any sense. <laughs> just me going... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm. You've, you've seen them. Yeah, yeah. if you watch my early videos, and I'm not a director in any sense, they're horrible. I mean, I still think I've got a long way to go because, well, not really, it's movie news. How hard is it really? <laughs> you know, but yeah, 
It's mm-hmm. uh, get you to get better. So yeah. I'd say just practice, mm-hmm. read up, practice, get out there. Yeah, yeah, do it. Uh, Alex Damasino. Now he sent us a. Re- he's from uh, Brazil, I believe. Ooh. Or possibly not. But the thing he he sent us from Brazil. <laughs> Um, he's not in this room right now, certainly. No, no that's right. <laughs> May as well be a billion miles away. <laughs> he's definitely not from this room. Mm. That we know. Yeah. Uh, he sent a picture, courtesy of Warner Brothers uh, Brazil, which is called The Best of Warner Brothers 2 Movies. It was, um, that's what it's translated to. Uh-huh. And basically, it's, it's got, it's, it's just a Catwoman Green Lantern double pack Blu-ray. Love it. And the title translates to The Best of Warner Brothers 2 Movies. Incorrect. And the way it was posted online was Blu-ray double feature from hell. <laughs> so I thought that was really, really amusing. Mm, yeah. Those, I mean, I guess they know they're crap, so they're just like, just chuck them together. Do you think they should cross over just the really bad stuff? Yeah, why not? Who cares? Exactly. Call it like the the Z-listers. Yeah. Just like Catwoman, Green Lantern, team them up. Yeah. You know? Do you remember we were on that, we were on that hunt for one time? Because you go to a supermarket here, and it might be the same overseas, where they've got like a... A, a, a triple pack DVD uh-huh. and the first two make sense like there might be Transporter 1 Transporter 2 and then the third one's like Meet the Fockers yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like they don't go together and I've always been on a mission to find the weirdest one possible mm-hmm. and I remember I saw one once but I didn't have my phone I didn't take a picture and I can't remember what it was and I've never found something weirder wow well, yeah. that's great Alex says something else though, Mason. Yes. And I wanted to throw this open to the people and to you. Uh-huh. Um, he also recommends in this, uh, in the podcast that we use background music. Cause sometimes when there's a silence, he, um, so like, or he's people, terrified that we both died. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. And that, um, that like his player stopped or whatever. Oh. Or, or something like that. What do you think about background music in podcasts? I think we should start it at level 10 volume, mm-hmm. like next week. Yep. And then ramp it down until the complaint letters stop. And then we'll find a good level. So you want to you want to do the background music? No. Okay. Maybe good. we'll try it. I, I'm I'm not a fan of it in podcasts. I can sometimes find it distracting. Mm-hmm. But I'm open to doing it if people yeah. are up for it. Also, they... I'm learning the mandolin, so if we could. <laughs> can you mandolin and podcast at the same time? I think I'd like to think so. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm not saying no. I'm saying let's chuck it out there. Yeah. But probably not. Hey, let me check. <laughs> Moment of silence. Yeah, that would work. Okay, totally. Cool. Yeah. I just can't think... The only the real problem with it is, though, I can't think of any kind of piece of music that yep. would blend in enough that you wouldn't notice it. Because mm. otherwise people would be like, why are you playing that fucking song for, for an yeah, hour yeah, yeah. or whatever? But yeah, I know. Open to it, as oh, I said. Oh, Bangarang by Skrillex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Ziggy Fanar from Iceland. Mm. He sent us an email. Uh... Iceland, isn't that great? I was going to say it. All, all over I know, the place. right? Yeah. You know what I learned? You know what I learned about Iceland? It's and not I learned, as icy as you'd think? Yeah. From the Mighty Ducks 2. I don't know whether this is true. They say Greenland is more icy and Iceland is more greeny. Yes. Correct. So there you go. Yeah. I don't know whether that's true. Mm. Maybe he can email us back. Or maybe we could look it up. Maybe he'll be killed in an ice flow. I hope not. No, it won't happen. It'll be fine. Because <laughs> it's all... It's quite greeny. It's quite so yeah, green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to be a radio host, mm-hmm. which is great. Oh, isn't that cool. He's going to criticise us, isn't he? That's what he's... Yeah. The great. next is just a barrage of insults. <laughs> no, I said, I'll be thinking about starting my own podcast someday. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. So, uh, he also sent through, and i got to send these to you. He sent us extreme comic book 90s versions that he'd found online. Oh. So, like, there's, like, Extreme Thor, Extreme Wolverine or whatever. I love Except Extreme they're, they're great. I'll look through them. They're really terrific. Yeah, yeah. So, maybe I'll put them on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. But I'll show you those as well. I love Extreme. I know you do. It's, that was the era to live. It sure know? was. The peak of society was 99, as we've yeah, established. Always, yeah. So, yeah. There you go. Thanks, Ziggy. Really Absolutely. appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Leck. Hmm. The 26th of February is his birthday. 
and the only gift he requests is for me to tell you that you're a son of a bitch. Okay, <laughs> go for it. I'm ready. You're a, you're a real son of a bitch, Mason. What do you think of that? Well, Happy for, birthday, Tristan. It's for a good cause. <laughs> I feel like I could have sold that better. You want to do it again? You're a real son of a bitch. Do it like Brian Cranston would do it. There's a monster! You're a son of a bitch! There we go. Great. All right. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks, Tristan. Uh, Jonathan Boozer. B-O-O-Z-E-R. That, 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 that yeah, sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. He actually sent us some free comics in uh, Dropbox. A Ooh. Savage Hawkman and Justice League, which I've yet to read, but I've downloaded them. I'll send them to you as well. Thank you. Thank so, yeah. you. I know, right? What a great bloke. The booze. I've good on kind him. Of, I've flicked through and they look, they look really good, but I haven't had a chance to read them, but I will. Um, that will also, let's chuck those in a what we read and what we're going to read. Because he said people throw in what you're reading and we'll include it. We, so, we are done going to read them. That's right. Mm. Check out Savage Hawkman and whatever version of that Justice League is. I can't remember. That he says. Is it Justice League 3000? Can't remember. Okay. Yeah, I feel bad. Uh, anyway. He also read the Thanos Imperative graphic novel, and he said, which is great. And he said, also, if you like the New Fifty Two Aquaman, then definitely read the New Fifty Two uh, Savage Hawkman, where they made Hawkman way more badass. Love badass? it. Badass? We say I can't badass for me. So I can't say it like that. Say it like Brian Cranston. You're a monster. No. <laughs> badass. Yeah. Badass. We say badass. We do. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how I say it. I love it. Yeah. This city's being monsters. A monster. <laughs> Do you want to do it? I'll, I'll think of something good. Okay, All good. Right. Uh, yeah, so just like Aquaman. So you know the new Aquaman's pretty cool. Yep. Apparently it's on, in that vein. Absolutely, love it. You also said he takes issue with the movie Man of Steel. Okay, uh, I'm ready. Is... I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I'm ready to have an online feud. I think he's got a good Take point. Take your best shots. He's got a good point. You know, he says that if there was a seasoned Batman yep. in this world yep. that existed, mm-hmm. why was he sitting around when this happened and not infiltrating the ship or something? Ah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Go on, attack him. Well, Brian Cranston style. Yeah, but I mean, seasoned Batman yeah. probably hasn't encountered any outer space threats yet. Probably not. Like seasoned, he'd probably have the jet and he'd have the car. Yeah. And he'd have the boat. And the grey in his stubble. Yeah, he'd have the grey in his stubble, which you love. Yeah. But I don't think he'd have a space shuttle yet. Fair enough. Mm. Well. Maybe after this. Yeah. A bit of crash Kryptonian technology. That's it. his own little bat space shuttle. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah. I think Mason has proven beyond a doubt that he's the best comic book guy from that yes. <laughs> So Wade Reese also emailed. He said, uh, do you think there'll ever be a Weekly Planet movie on the big screen? I'm going to say a definitive no, because why would that be ever a thing? I'm going to say definitive yes, because <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Like I'm out. That? If there's a movie, I'm out. All you right, have to fine. get somebody else. I'm going to get Adam Driver. How do you like that? You know why? Because he's average looking. How do you like that, buddy? Ouch. Yeah. Do you think he's got the nuance to play me? Yeah. You, I kind of just sh- saying he was really good. That's true. I, I the only thing I do is I shout, and shout. I have personal vendettas. That's kind of what I do. He, he can do that, I think. And then I and then I and then I plead for calm if there's a comic book movie freak out. Those are kind of my things that I do. Yeah. So I'm kind of all over the shop. I think he could do that. I think he's, he's, he's yeah. nailed that. Yeah. There you go. Sure. I, I mean, I don't know why that would ever be a movie. Yeah, but you know, Mark Maron. There's a TV series now. So, you Does know, he? Shoot for the stars. We could get say. a TV series. I think so, yeah. We're never getting a TV no. series. We could both be the new Doctor Who. <laughs> I think that's probably... We can shoot for that, right? Jesse will... And you'll be excited about it and I'll be largely ambivalent. <laughs> and I'll only, I'll only show up every four or five episodes. Uh, Jesse Wheeler wants a shout out for no reason. Done. I admire his moxie. <laughs> yeah. 
Good on you, Wheeler. You did it. Yeah. So yeah, uh, basically, he also suggested for a, a, a podcast, which I, I think we should do. Uh, comic book movies not based on superheroes. Love it. You know, like your Road to Perdition. Yeah. Your History yeah. of Violence. Mm. Your Ghost World. Mm. Your Ghost, ghost Rider. Yes, Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Yeah, Ghost with that, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost Writer. Ghosts of Mars. Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby. <laughs> we should do a ghost episode. <laughs> Oh, you got Ghostbusters, I guess. Ghostbusters, oh, aww. Yeah. Quick, change the topic. Another <laughs> shout out, quickly. All right. Uh, another thing was that this happened last week, and this was your mistake. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to view people about, about this, including, <sighs> including Courtney Heck. Okay. Good friend of the show, Courtney Heck. Hey, Courtney. You remember Courtney? Yes. She showed all her friends when we talked about her, and you called them all nerds. Or her a nerd. Or I called them dickheads. Look, everybody <laughs> listening is a nerd. I just. Let you throw that. Putting it out there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You said that uh, to, to, to speak on with me too. It was a Pixar movie. Is it a DreamWorks film? It's a DreamWorks film. I should have known because they have DreamWorks face. That's true. They do have yeah, DreamWorks everyone's face. got DreamWorks face, which is that weird cock-eyed look where you're like, "Ooh, I'm, have, yeah. am I having fun? Oh, yeah. I'm quite bewildered, but uh, I'm having fun." That's it. So there you go. I'm sorry. I apologize for besmirching the name of Pixar. Yeah. With its, it's, it's just because Me Too is good, right? I have good no idea. No idea. Yeah. But I um, the thing is, well, I, I remember at the time that was a mistake, but I thought it was it was a funny joke that you made, so I just let it ride. Uh-huh. Why derail the joke, Mason? Thank you. When I could let it ride yeah. and then bring it up next week and embarrass me <laughs> in front of all my friends. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's one on Twitter I just got to pull up that I realized I haven't put in here. Uh-huh. So can you just give me one minute? Yes. I'm glad you brought that. Second verse, same as the first. A little bit louder and a little bit worse. Here we go. Okay. Well done. Seamless. I was going to edit that out, but now I've got to. Don't do it. Uh, Joel King says, Can you guys commemorate my life in a week in the weekly podcast? I think it seems more epic that way. Love you guys. First of all, I hope you're not dying. Joel King. I hope also, you're I agree. Sure. He sure liked movies, didn't he? He sh- no, it doesn't. It's, I think it says commentate, not commemorate. I don't think he's dying. I think it says. I think he means commentate his daily life. You did say commentate. So what if you, you, you're right. If, what if you <laughs> I, fuck this I know you're. Anyway, tell you what. Just um, just put up a little clip of you on YouTube, just doing something. Yep. Just hanging out. Yep. And we'll uh, we'll put a little commentary track over sure. top of that. Be yeah. like, that's a way to make that sandwich or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I read that as commemorate. I can believe that you misread something. <laughs> uh, you are a son of a bitch, Mason. I know. Right? That's two for the price of one. <laughs> two for the price of one there. Happy birthday, Tristan. Max Palombella mm-hmm. from London. I fucking love London. You know what the thing about London is? Yes. London's great. Uh-huh. I used to live in London. Fish you know and that? chips. Fish and chips, yeah. The problem is, if I lived in London... London Tower Guards? Yeah. <laughs> For too long. Chavs? Chavs, yeah. I, I would die. Yeah. Because the amount of drinking and debaucheries mm. and whatnot. Yeah. It's, uh, I love London, but it would kill me. It would Last night I me. had a deep fried Mars bar. Oh, yeah. And it was great, but, um, for a second I think my heart stopped. So <laughs> I think you're right. If I went to the land of greasy fried everything, I would not know when to stop. It's like, you know, when you keep feeding a dog. Yeah, yeah. It just keeps eating. It just keeps going, exactly, yeah. I would just keep eating fried things until I exploded. I went to London a few years ago, only for a month. Uh So I was like, cool, it was for a wedding. Uh And I I, I was like, I'll get super fit before I go, because I know what's going to happen. And I got there, and then you immediately stop working out or running or whatever. Uh And then I just drank heavily for three weeks. Things just got way out of hand. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it got to about week three, and I was out. And I'm having a good time or whatever. And then my body just shut down. Just went, nah, stop. 
And I just like shut down and I had to go home. Wow. Wasn't drunk. It was like nine o'clock. Uh-huh. And it just went, you, you fucking idiot. Mm. <laughs> Take yourself home. So I did. And then, yeah. And then when you come back to Australia, you got to get, you know, back into the healthy again. And that's incredibly painful. Yeah. It's so painful. So just be either really healthy or really unhealthy. Don't jump in between. Yeah, no middle ground. No middle Don't ground. Do that. Yeah. Basically, he had things to say, though, other than me ranting about London. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you like London, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on the new... Fi- he wants to know our thoughts on the new 52 City of Owls, Court of Owls storyline. Well, you love it. I love it, yeah. You love it. If you haven't read it yet. I haven't yet. read it yet. We've got copies right there in the other room. I'll give them to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You have to give them back, though. In I'm... mint condition. They're worth but, a lot of money. But they're not in mint condition now. Like, they've got, like, dog you bites have... and stuff in them. This, this, this smid in fish and chips from London. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You weren't even there when you bought them. I don't understand. You had grease imported from London and you covered them. You're a mean man. Uh, uh, do you th- uh, he also said, do you think the Max Landis death and return of Superman would work as a film? Apart from the, uh, the Monal Zod twist. Have uh, you watched that video? Yes. Yeah, what do you think? Uh... I think it would work perfectly. I yeah, think it would okay. be an excellent Justice League movie. Yeah, yeah. Even the Mon Al Zod twist. But you couldn't do it now because Zod's already Yeah, exists. I was going to say you'd need a re- another reboot. Yeah, but uh, I Give think... it a couple more years, I think we can do sure. it again. Yeah. yeah, I think that's... Once they've driven this one in the ground. That's right. I think that's one. That's a great yeah, yeah. comic book storyline or, mm. uh, or potentially movie storyline. Yeah, absolutely. Which we'll never say. Precisely, uh, yes. But uh, yeah, absolutely, Justin. I do think that would be good. Maybe they can animate it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. One more shout out, Mason. I'm ready. Uh, Justin Hayden. From uh, Tennessee. Oh. Uh, he said he, uh, he, didn't, he didn't ask for a shout-out, but I'm giving him a shout-out anyway. What if he, he doesn't like want a shout-out? Well, too bad. Oh. <laughs> nah, basically he said him and his, he and his wife are four weeks out from having a baby. Oh, congratulations. Very exciting, yeah. yeah. And basically, Boy or girl, do we know we're going to be a surprise? Give <laughs> me a surprise. It's a surprise. Okay. For us. Yeah. Sure. Um, and he can see himself staying up late with a baby, you know, rocking it to sleep and listening to our podcast. Oh, that's Isn't that really nice? nice? That's lovely. I, I saw that, warmed my heart. Yeah. Warmed my London damaged heart. I think maybe you're going to have to get the kid used to Brian Cranston yelling. Yeah. That might. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Maybe if you just have him listen to this episode and then take him to Godzilla. Yeah. Everything will be fine, yeah. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Just get him prepped. It's going to be great. Get him, yeah. Get him ready. So isn't that a really nice thing to that's say? That's lovely, yes. He also, uh, Justin Hayden... Also, what he might be saying is that we're quite boring and that we'll lull the child to sleep. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that, the, but Justin Hayden's email also leads us into what we read and what we're going to read for this mm. week, Mason. Because he reckon... I think we need a theme song for that. I agree. Yeah. Anybody out there, do a theme song or Mason's going to sing one next week. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, basically, uh, it might be a rap as well. <laughs> I hope you, so. you to lay down like a like a mid nineties beat. Yeah, and then that's why you've been wearing the backwards hat. That's it correct. all comes together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Justin Hayden recommended Wake Scott Snyder, who wrote the New Fifty Two. He's writing the New Fifty Two uh-huh. Batman. Oh, it's called The Wake or Wake. I can't remember. It's one of those two. Right. It's basically about um an underwater kind of um monsterish kind of story, but it's more to it than that. It's a post apocalyptic future. And it's kind of a bit like aliens in the ocean, a bit mixed with Waterworld, and it's in two volumes. There's Those two are all parts. my favourite things. I know, right? Part one to five is set in the present day, and and the the second part, which I'm not going to spoil, is is it's a different thing, but uh-huh. they're obviously connected. Uh-huh. It's a fantastic read. There's six issues out. I read all six this week. Wow, great recommendation from Justin, uh-huh. and it's a great comic. So I definitely check out the Wake or Wake. Yes, Star uh, with Scott Snyder. There you go. He uh he, he can really he's he's really one of we're very lucky to have. So much Scott Snyder material at the moment, I mm. think. 
until he goes crazy. I think all the all the Snyders. Yeah, sure. Great, great having all the Snyders out there, you know. Roy Schneider. Yeah. Or is it Rob Schneider? Both of them. Or Roy Schneider. Zach Schneider. <laughs> yes. All of them. All of them. All the the whole Snyder Schneider Schneider family. David Schwimmer. Yep. He's he's back in a big way. Yeah, you showed me before. Yeah. Before we started the podcast, he showed me a picture of David Schwimmer for some reason. Why was that again? Because he's great. Is he? No. Anyway, there we go. What 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 done you are reading? That was that was what I was reading. Oh, good. Go I read it. He recommended. Yeah. I read it, and it's, it's great. It is great. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got something else, but I'll talk about it next. Well, week. I'm I'm done going to recommend True Detective, which I uh, yeah sure. And I'm done going to be reading yeah, Court of Owls, evidently. Yeah. If I can prize them out of your hands. <laughs> you know, actually, something that I just I just reread quite recently. Sure. Uh, it's an image comic called The Infinite Vacation. Okay. Which is uh, it's a it's a limited series, and which which took, there were some you know three or four month breaks between issues, but it's yeah. all out now, and it's about a world in which parallel universes have been discovered. I know this one. Yeah. And there's an app, because there's an app for everything now, yeah. where you can sort of put your life on the marketplace mm. and trade your life with a parallel universe version of yourself. Like an infinite number of... Yeah, an infinite yeah. number. So you could p- potentially, you know, trade your life for... You know, if you just work in an office, you could find, you know, a millionaire... Who wants to work in an office? A millionaire version of you from a parallel universe who wants to work in an office yeah. and you can swap lives with him. That's you know? it. Or, or what have you. If you want to live in a crazy post-apocalyptic society, you can do that as well or what have yeah, you. Yeah. But it's about a guy who uh, who discovers that all the parallel universes... Ah! Are... No, this is the... Okay. Yeah, the, the, the opening. It's the first... Okay, gotcha, right? yeah. So he discovers that uh, many of the parallel universe versions of him are disappearing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. So, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, you recommended that to me a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I read the first one and went, that was really great. Uh-huh. And then nothing came out forever. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. so I have never finished that. So that's all out now. Yeah, it's all out now. I'm going to go check yeah. that out yeah, it's right enjoyable, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Please do. See you in hell, Mason <laughs> and <laughs> listeners. Oh, no. <laughs> this is taking a turn again. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's the show for the week. Fantastic. Now, we were going to do uh, Real Life Superheroes next week, which was recommended by. Phoenix Jones, real life superhero. That's right. So that's a bit of a conflict of interest, I think. Caesar Chaparro, Chap Arrow, Chap A R R O. He recommended that, so you owe him thanks. I Mason. think it's Chap Arrow. I think he's a real life superhero. <gasps> he's like a British type, and he's got a bowler hat, and he and he's like a green arrow, but he's Chap Arrow. I hope that's true. Me too. So, if yeah. not, get on that. Yeah, we will. Bow do- and arrows are cheap. Absolutely. And bowler hats. Yes, they are. Mm. We won't do that next week because we're doing 300 next week. We'll trudge through 300. Trudge through 300 and then we'll, we'll probably do it the week after. Unless there's some big Adam Driver news. Oh, I hope so. In case we come back to that. Yeah. Adam Driver is the anti Charlotte Booth. Maybe you're right. Yeah. I hope he beats up Charlotte Booth. <laughs> oh, that'll cover our Charlotte Booth news. I hope he out-axe him yep. in an act-off yeah. and then he beats him up. And then he gets the role as Nightwing in Superman vs. Batman and then we've covered all our bases. <laughs> That's right, yeah. We certainly have. Absolutely. So that's the show for the week. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, Absolutely. Big news episode this week. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we, oh, we'll probably just do that every now and then yeah. if there's a lot of news. So, and there was yeah. so much news and shout-outs. There sure was. Love awesome. So yeah, we might, I might have to start limiting the shout-outs, though, because I'm not sure people want to hear like 20 minutes of shout-outs. Leave them at the end. It's fine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right, Mason. Have a good week, yeah? Enjoy your holiday, you son of a bitch. Oh, I'm going to. That one was from me as well, wow. just so you know. Three in a row. He's got five weeks off. Yeah, it's going to be great. You jerk. Yeah. <laughs> You getting up to anything? No. Nah. Cool. I might go to Adelaide for a bit. Why? Oh, I mean, on. great. <laughs> I meant why. Yeah, no. I you know the only place that's worse than Adelaide? What's that? Canberra. 
Good. We'll edit this out. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Thanks, right, guys. Show. Thanks for Great. listening, everybody. Cheers, guys. Bye. Yeah, bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.